Hello, you're listening to Talk of Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo! In today's episode is a discussional podcast episode. We talked about the news that seems important to us, dive into the community, ask some great questions, and then call it a day, and then go home. We're already home, so it's not going to be home. We're just, we're just going to call it a day. But how's it going, Chris? Oh, a little bit tired. Just tired? It's yeah. been like that for like a month and a half now, so. It's been a, been a, been a, been a <laughs> tiring, tiring, tiring months. Yeah. And then lots of shows to watch. Trying to the keep ra- caught up. The, the Red Bull and Rockstar isn't helping much. Rockstar's helped me. I probably shouldn't have Rockstar's, but Rockstar's helped me. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> help me. Uh, two coffees a day has been doing a lot for me during the week. So Coffee doesn't too. help me much either. Uh, it helps a little bit, okay? A little bit. Two coffees in the morning, two ro- Rockstar's in the afternoon, it doesn't help. Still it tired. probably does a number on your heart. Yes, it is it's definitely doing stuff. Something. You know yes. what keeps me up, though? What? Anime. Yes. Lots of anime right now. Anime and games. Trying to keep up with it all. Is that uh, the new season started? We just finished all of our reviews. We got the new season started. We're I think we're finally about caught up. I think there's about a few shows that we're trying to keep get to the, to the, to the ends of, but uh, we're almost to the three to four mark. And then we can do music podcasts, and then we can do our first impressions, finally. I can officially say I have broken my video game ADD. I beat another game. Mmm. That's... Which one? I beat Dragon Quest Builders. There you go. I was I, waiting for the second one. I, I beat I uh, one. Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I beat that, mm-hmm. too. But you beat it twice. Twice, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though the second time was just a breeze through. You just had to Yeah, I just slammed through it. <laughs> So yeah, I've got Zelda, uh, Xenoblade, and, and and Dragon Quest. What what other? I didn't. I never did finish Sar- Mario. Mario. That's not a hard one to finish. I mean, that's that's a no. Quick I got one. mad at it and I turned it off and I never touched it again. <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta aim to the end. That's what I did. I, at some point, I said just go to the end. And then when I got to the end, I was like, Nah, I'm not gonna collect all these. Stuff. No, the place that I was at made me made me mad. Yeah. The 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 last level's cool though. The last level is so it cool. It does look cool. I, I will admit that. Have the, you seen the Bowser, it? Yeah, I've seen Aww, videos you of the spoiled Bowser in. stuff. Um, but no, I, the the place I got was the Italian land where everything was food. That was Maybe. a really <laughs> terrible. That was a terrible level. Everybody says the terrible <laughs> level. It just it visually looks crappy. It does. I I it made me mad, and I was like, no, no, I'm 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 just not even in the mood for this anymore. Like, like usually you have a challenge, and you're like, I'm okay with this challenge because it looks really cool when it's challenging me. But this one's like, this looks like crap. And then something sets you on fire and shoots you off this edge, and then you're like, oh, I remember this from Mario sixty four. <laughs> And then yeah it just made me mad i was like yeah i kept getting sh- uh fired and and bouncing around like an idiot and i'm like okay you, you're just irritating me more the colors are irritating me more the the stupid j- things that i have to do are irritating me more everything about this area i already was on the the edge of not much caring for the- i finished the that last level before that and i was like I'm already on the edge of just I want to get through it and just finish the sh- the the game already and 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 then the worst level ever pops up and I just didn't have the patience for it and I turned it off. I went and played something else. I haven't really been playing games though. It's that's I've been that's true. I've been kind of turned away from it again. Well, I've I, been... I I'm still I'm very much contemplating right now Peach Beach Splash though. Singer Kagura. I'm actually really considering getting that. 
Yeah, I'm more, I, I'm only on uh, one game one one day a week on my video games right now because I was doing a lot of binging for the for the show for the podcast. But yeah, oh yeah, bandwidth showed that. <laughs> yeah, high dive. Thank you. Oh man, we're, we're crippled on on bandwidth again. Later on, somebody's gonna ask us a question. I'm not sure if we'll get to it, but somebody asked a question about uh, video uploading and stuff like that. It's like we're like maxed out just watching shows. That's what sucks because we watch so many of the shows. That our, our bandwidth just doesn't want to keep up with it. So, uh, or bandwidth caps rather. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I lately I've been trying to think of another game to play though because I, I started focusing a lot on Final Fantasy 14 just to hang out with our other brother, but he's been kind of busy with some other things. So I'm like, oh crap, I gotta find something again. So I've been just watching Netflix shows and random things online. So that's been filling up my gap. That and Alchemist Co. That's still in Fate Stay Night collab and i'm so sick of fake those grand games. order why did you get me into that <laughs> stinking games <laughs> which one fake go fake go i was able to handle and i had started putting valkyrie crusade off to the side a little bit now that one is actually something that i want to do right now and so i'm i'm trying to balance these two plus i have this other one that we're going to talk about in a little bit that's once a lot of attention and i cannot give that game any attention and and forget about Alchemist Code. That one, no. Oh, the other one. I I gave up on the other one real quick though. That was that was that was a quick. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, that one <laughs> is that one off to the side. All I do right now on that one is just log in and then get burn the AP and then yeah. leave. <laughs> well, I can't even burn AP. The, burning AP takes too much time. It's the same with you. All just do the, events, events and the and the and the the boost tab. Those will suck it down real quick. Yeah, that's that's. Well, yeah, no, I'm doing... Um, I'm talking about Don Machi, by the way. So Yeah, I'm doing the event right now, the the Blossoming Youth or whatever it's doing right now. Yeah. We'll get to that eventually, though. We want to jump in the news, then? Do it. <laughs> Taking long enough, everybody was like, hey, that's I, the game Neither talk. of us want to talk about this particular thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll just get it quickly out of the way. Most everybody knows it happened, but we want to acknowledge it because we do cover all the news and that we... Why didn't you cover that? He's only, about the my, news? he's only one of my favorite directors of all time. So, yeah. Yeah, so Takahata, he had passed away April 5th in Tokyo. Um, I think they said it was lung cancer. He had been fighting lung cancer. Um, I, it was it was pretty terrible because everybody's like, oh my gosh, I didn't know he smoked. Or, oh, it must have been because Miyazaki, which is really stupid comments, by the way. Uh, lung cancer isn't always caused by smoking, by the way. I just want to point that out. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, he, of course, uh, formed Studio Ghibli with Hayao Miyazaki and a couple other co- cohorts back in 1985. For those who don't know who he actually is, a uh, very famous director, mostly known for his work with Grave and the Fireflies, uh, which uh, has a lot of correlation to what he'd gone through within his childhood because he technically was did go through all the bombings of, of Japan. Uh, but Grave of the Fireflies, only yesterday, Pompoko, My Neighbor the Yamadas, and the Princess Kaguya are the big notable ones. Um, but, uh, yeah, very, very, very sad to see him go. It's kind of like along the same line as a lot of the other, uh, big name directors that we've, we've lost recently. Um, it's going to be unfortunate to have him go. I, I, I guess I'll just leave it at that. There's a lot of, you can find a lot of comments made out there from Miyazaki and whatnot, but, uh, they're of course all very, uh, broken by this. I know if you ever, I, I definitely welcome anybody who has not gone and watched, uh, what was it called? 
uh, Dreams and Madnesses, uh, Dreams, Dreams and Madness, something like that. Uh, it's it's a documentary of Studio Ghibli that I know I think it's on Netflix right now. Uh, definitely go check that out. It was refilmed during the time that uh, uh, Takahata was doing his work on Princess Kaguya. So they were working at the same time, and you can every now and then see him come over to Miyazaki or Miyazaki go to him. And they were talking about their what they were currently working on. And uh, just seeing the kind of camaraderie between the two of them, um, it's really, it really breaks my heart to think of what uh, Miyazaki's going through right now. Um, I kind of echo some people in believing that I think uh, it would be really beautiful to see what Miyazaki will end up uh, turning this into because he likes to put a lot of his emotion into his works. And I'm, I'm pretty sure he'll end up doing something for uh, Takahata going forward. So, yeah, very unfortunate day. Um, definitely our hearts go out to everybody that's involved. It's a, it's a it's a heartbreak. I agree that it it it, it will be something t- special to see. I mean, what what Miyazaki would probably do as a special tribute for a man that he he obviously had a lot of respect for, no matter how you look at it. I I I have a lot of respect for a lot of the artwork that I've seen uh, this man do. So it's it and it really. I mean, I don't think there's ever been a director that I've 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 had this much. And this is one of my directors. I, I don't know how to put it other than that. I mean, I've never really been big on the Western type shows. So a lot of the actors or actresses, some of the singers I've seen go here and there, I'll go, wow, that, that really sucks to see that person go or, but this is one of my, my directors, if that makes any sense. This is, this is one that I paid attention to because he, he had an impact on me and so it is it is really really does hurt to see somebody with a lot of art that i respect go yes yeah, the kingdom of dreams and madness is that is that documentary by the way so people aren't confused uh but yes moving on from that um we got on to happier things even though it doesn't really discredit what what that is uh mitsubishi colors creator uh, of the other manga ugh. mitsubishi colors creator uh, his other manga work is getting a TV adaptation as well. Uh, we loved Mitsuboshi Colors. It was absolutely a treat to watch. Um, but this one is going to be uh, Hitori Bochi no Maru Maru Sekatsu um, is the manga title, which is, I think, uh, Solidary Life of Hitori Bochi's Life. Something Life. I think it's blanked out. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that would be a fantastic style to see because uh, we loved Mitsubishi Color. Hopefully, they'll get uh, some more people working on it. Um, but we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. Four-panel comedy manga centers around an extremely shy girl named uh, Bochi Hitori. Uh, her name is a wordplay on the Japanese term for solidarity uh, or solitary. <laughs> so she's a solitary girl that's named solitary. Yes, the playoff. Anyways, uh, she enters middle school and vows to make friends with the entire class by graduation. By graduation, the story follows her lonely struggle to accomplish her goal. That sounds like it's gonna be heartbreaking too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely look forward to that. Like I said, we really love Mitsubishi Colors, so we'd like to see more of his work. Uh, moving on, we have uh, Mahin Madohin or the Fairy Tale Girls. They are still. <laughs> so yet to announce what they're going to do with the final two episodes. I'm assuming they're going to probably throw it on Blu-ray, which I, who would buy that um, unless they do something to appease the crowds and show that they have corrected it in some way, shape, or form. 
Uh, but yes, uh, other than that, this novel and manga series is also reaching its climax and will correspond with the episodes 11 and 12. So I don't know if they were planning on taking the story further than that. Uh, maybe the fact that the anime failed so much, they're kind of cutting off the manga and novel as well. Uh, we've seen a lot of sh- uh, correlation between the animes and the mangas uh, saying which one's going to conclude or one's going to con- uh, continue uh, based off the popularity. And if the show itself fails miserably then I guess we can see that the, adapta- the actual other materials are going to go down too. So It's unfortunate because it, uh, just reading the article on Anime News Network, they were talking about uh, the writer and how this was like a work that he did for three years and passed away right when he completed the story. And to see that kind of fall apart kind of does suck uh, because that was like his, his final uh, contribution to the you know medium of anime. So... It's it's really unfortunate. I think he also did. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, I think listen to me, girls, girls, I'm your father, or something like that. So, oh really? Very very unfortunate kind of thing. So, it makes me kind of <laughs> wish that it was more successful than what I bashed it bashed it in this review. <laughs> uh, but like, like I said, it's mostly to do with the production and what they do with it. So, it's unfortunate. A lot of unfortunate things talked about in this podcast episode, but we'll, we'll get to more happier things. Uh, Aniplex and Live 2D announced a partnership for anime-featured films. Uh, Aniplex had acquired a majority stake in Live 2D and plans to implement Live 2D drawing and animation into its feature next uh, length. It's a length feature film. Um, Live 2D, of course, is a company that is kind of built around the idea of allowing 2D models to live in a 3D space. Uh, there's a lot of apps out there that utilize um, Live 2D. I remember downloading one a while back when they were showing a demo at a uh, at a con. And it was pretty cool. It kind of has... It's it's something that has been, like I said, utilized in a lot of uh, anime-based apps and whatnot that have characters that will follow the character... follow the, the touch on the screen or whatnot. Um... And it's pretty cool technology. I'm not sure how it'll look in an actual film unless it's kind of touched up because just based off the demos that I've seen of it and what I've seen it worked in, um, I don't see that being quality enough to be a acceptable anime. But, I mean, we've seen worse CG <laughs> used <laughs> and not and not shamed for. It's it's kind of one of those things that uh, I'm trying to think of. There was, a, there was an anime here recently that was kind of a short that they seems similar to it. I don't remember offhand what it was, but um, yeah, it's it's cool. Hopefully it'll do something cool with it, but I don't have my hopes up for it, just because one it's... One room? No, no, not, not one room. I mean, I, I, remember uh, Asterisk War? At the very end of Asterisk War, they have like the characters talking in like, a CG model. Yeah. It's almost like that, but a little more... Little more flat and colored, not as not as round of the character and sharp, so similar kind of look to it. People can look up a demo. <laughs> I don't know why they're asking me. <laughs> don't ask me. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, see if they pull out something really cool from that uh, going forward. Today, Filmworks announced release plans for oops, for titles at Anime Boston. Uh, they announced that they're going to have a dub for Made in Abyss and Armed Girls Machiavellism. That's a shocker. <laughs> the last show that I was seeing getting a dub is probably Armed Girl Machiavellism. But uh, cool. Cool for the dub fans, I guess. 
Uh, they also announced Legend of Galactic Heroes home video release in July. Yes, they're going to finally release that series. Uh, it's going to be in a premium box set for... Can you guess, Chris? Are you already seen it? A million and a half dollars. Pretty close. $800. <laughs> uh, they're going to limit... They're going to limit it to a thousand copies. Discs that is. Yeah, what it's a hundred and... What? 105 episodes? Jeez. Something like that. Uh, they're going to limit the limited edition. They're going to limit the limited edition to a thousand copies. Um, and of course, it's going to, like I said, they're going to retail it uh, $7.99 US dollars. I don't know if they're going to have a sale on right stuff or something. Hopefully, they will. A <laughs> sale for $600? <laughs> Probably. $750. $750. $750. I'll say $650. I- I'm thinking $650. Uh, it's going to have two 3D art cards. It's going to have uh, a collectible metal coins, 200-page art book, um, all three anime films, and, of course, the entire series. So, yeah, that's a, that's a lot of discs. You going to snatch it up? No. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 that's one of those ones I'll just wait for it to probably have a standard edition. <laughs> I do want it. I just don't want to spend $800 on it. I don't love it that much. Um, I don't even. I don't even remember if I liked it. It's eight dollars. It's eight dollars an episode, Andrew. That's tech. Yes, that's that's <laughs> technically about there. Yeah. Well, they also have the film, so that brings it down a little more. So. Yeah. We're getting pretty close to uh, Aniplex pricing right there with with you know the Monogatari series. So. Was it? Yeah. I thought it was higher than that. Probably thirteen dollars now. Uh, I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. So if you if you. You've been waiting for that collector edition for a limited edition for Legend Galactic. You're Heroes. supposed to say it's, it's not the coming. price per episode that's the problem. <laughs> What's that? Well, plus I don't know where to put that. Where the hell am I going to put that? I don't know. I don't know how you fit everything you got in here now. I just so. reorganized things today, by the way. <laughs> Does it look nice? You look like like you can tell up there. It's all different. Not I, really. Yeah. Okay. It's it all nice. About the same it's all it. nice now, and he doesn't even it recognize does, it. It does look a little bit different, but uh, I, I, it's not that much of a difference. That... More organized, so much more organized. Your, your, your room is always organized, Andrew. So reorganizing things, reorganizing. Does not make uh, you're, you're talking to the clutter master here, and your organization master. Okay? That's why I stay away from your side, so I don't see <laughs> how much your things aren't organized. Um. Yeah, anyways, back to the news. Uh, Overlord <laughs> is getting its third season this summer. Yay. I, I, I once again talk about how we need more in a review and then shortly later find out there's a third season. I, that's just the thing I do. Of course we are. I, mean, I, I, now, I now say it purposely so that something gets announced. See, the shows that we want done, We well, I would say we don't get, but technically we did get so the other shows that we want (laughs) spice and wolf it needs a it needs another season where's it at see you hear me come on make it come on make it uh yeah that's really cool definitely looking forward to that need need more lots more and it's coming in summer too so that's that's really cool like that quick so we'll, we'll get more i'm excited uh second season was definitely them stepping it up more and more so I can always I can always use more. Uh, also, to go along with our announcements after our reviews is Violet Evergarden. Well, I think I mentioned it in our review for Violet Evergarden, but they had because they were at the time when we did the review, they were saying that there was some. Um, I think we talked about our discussion. Although there was these uh, 
overwraps for their novel that they're releasing had some hints that there was more stuff coming, but they didn't say exactly what it was. Uh, but apparently they finally confirmed they're going to do a completely new project and it has been greenlit. They said it on their uh, official Twitter account for the animated series. So uh, that's a pretty cool little confirmation that we'll probably get more Bald Evergarden going forward, which I'm really happy about. I know there's a lot of kind of uh, iffies on it. Uh, we really did enjoy it when we reviewed it. If you check out our review for that, we were pretty much gushing on it. Uh, Anime Arcade, they gushed on it. So we're happy to see it. There's a lot of people that are supporting it. Um, definitely want to see more. It's, it was absolutely a treat and a beautiful series. Should we just give up and say, yeah, then binging anime is the way to go now? No. Because it's going to happen. We're going to lose it. <laughs> We're going to lose it all. You think they'll get they'll, they'll definitely get the second season. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think there would be a fight see, over it. This season, they've got, what, five now? I was very surprised how many they got. Yes. Um, what was it? Pandora, uh, Hisone no Tomasa Tan, which hurts bad. <laughs> The one that I'm most excited, well, random from left field that I we didn't even know about, uh, got picked up by him in the that Lost hurt. Song. Lost Song. Yeah, I seen that in your music list. And I was like, what the heck is Lost Song? Yeah, we didn't even it, we didn't even know about it. It just randomly popped up. Well, it was down in the O and A area, and I don't know if it was listed at the time that we did the preview, though. Um, yeah, we usually kind of browse over the O and A's and whatnot. But it was it was it was. I guess that's something that's later on our topics, and it's not really doesn't really bother me having to talk about it now. But uh, I think that was also no, it was just no one. I thought it was a short too. I thought that was a short that's on Netflix, which is just way weird. I and I could have swore Pandora was on Crunchyroll. That I could have swore they had like it literally listed, and then suddenly I know where I'm looking for it, and I cannot find it. Um, but yeah, the 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 Dragonflight one was definitely the one that really hurt me to kind of see pop up. They do have a placeholder on Netflix, so you can already add it, so you'll know when it comes out. But, uh, unfortunately, we'll, we'll have to wait. Probably It'll probably be another end-season thing, unless they finally decide to change something. Yeah, Jushinki Pandora, which that's surprising, because I don't, I don't think we were even much hype behind that one, so that's kind of an odd pickup. Didn't they get... Uh, Piano Nomori also. I don't know who got, who got that. Piano. I want to say Netflix got Piano Nomori. I think you had it listed as uh, Netflix. Yep. Down there at yep. the bottom of it. They got it. Piano Nomori. No. So yeah, that's 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 three big ones. Well, not well, two big ones and one that I'm I'm shrugging about. It could be really big. We'll have to wait and see. Um but yeah, they're definitely stepping up. It looks like Amazon's stepping it down, so they only got like two shows this season, which was an absolute. Is kind of one of those things where you're kind of wondering if they're stepping back off it because literally that one of them is the one that we got contracted on, which is Noitama in a Block. They're gonna always have that one, and then Magical Girl Sight. It's like that was it. So I don't know if maybe that was a step in from another contract that they had. Who knows? But uh, definitely looks like Amazon's. It looks like they're stepping. Either they fought and they lost badly which i that's that would surprise me if unless they're just not trying as hard um but uh they definitely are stepping it down because they had what what five last season they, they they had our a lot of our attention last season so i know that's good news for a lot of people that don't have prime accounts so i'm happy for you people i'm, I'm looking at you logan <laughs> Uh, moving forward, we have uh, director Kazuki Akane, who, of course, did work on Escaflone, 
And Studio 8-Bit has revealed a new original project. So we're always excited to hear about new original projects. It's always kind of that unknown realm where it could be something really cool. It could be something that just doesn't do anything. But in the end, is always something where they're experimenting and doing, uh, you know, straight to anime works, which are always cool. Uh, the works has uh, centers around the drama of children going through puberty is what they kind of uh, hinted at being about. And, uh, yeah, really, really cool stuff. I'm not really much else. They have some illustrations of the characters, um, but uh, we'll be definitely excited to see what ends up coming from that. So, Even though I'm, I'm kind of wishy-washy on 8-Bit. <laughs> they do cool things and they do bad things, so we'll see. Exciting for you? Shows a bunch of kids. Uh, it looks... I like the way the artwork looks. Um, and it shows a bunch of kids reaching around each other. Yes, bros. Broing at each other. Getting through their hard times. Maybe experimenting. Who knows? We'll see. Good smell company. Sure all of them are, are bros? There's no girls in there? Oh, they all guess. have pants. I guess I they all assume. have pants. That's, uh, unless, that's true. Unless the girls have to wear pants. That's always a thing. I don't see any girls. Yeah, well, go with it. That's what I said, experimenting. You never know. You never know. Uh, Good Smile Company announced that they are opening a Shanghai-based subsidiary named Good Smell Arch Shanghai. So apparently they're <laughs> combating counterfeits by just making it in Shanghai. I don't know. A uh, company is to develop and produce Chinese original products through character licenses uh, they're going to do figures and, of course, character goods that they will, of course, sell in China. So, cool stuff. I'm not sure if it's just a way for them to put a local grounds there or if they're planning on actually doing things for Chinese products. That's what I got the impression of. Um, I know I, they are, the they're already original technically... Original Chinese products. <laughs> yeah, I know they already have basically branches there so that they can actually counter a lot of the counterfeits they also have of course people in china that actually do a lot of their figure painting and whatnot so um it is kind of weird though because they was it like three years ago they they opened up a warehouse in japan so they would take all of their work out of china to, J to japan so they could make sure that everything was made in japan and now they're kind of going back over to china <laughs> it's a little weird in that regard so Cool stuff. I'm definitely excited for them, whatever they end up doing, because they're definitely a company that has done a lot of good stuff for me. Um, I'm always happy with what I get from them. So, yeah. I need more fate figures. Welcome to Ballroom is continuing to go in hiatus. <laughs> so, uh, anybody that's currently looking at uh, the manga after the anime ended, I know that there was a gap that was happening after the finalizing of the anime series. The anime actually went past the manga, and they were talking about how he was going to get caught up eventually, but there was this whole hiatus happening um, due to his illness, but it uh, looks like they're continuing that, so if you're if you're looking for the manga, you will have to continue to wait. Are you checking out the manga at all? Did no. you Did you jump on that after the anime? Mm -hmm. No? Really? Oh, I figured you would jump on that one. Is it because... You weren't that interested. Just the the oh the 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 fingers were just a little bit too numb. Yes, the fingers You're, were. They numb. were cold. They were cold, so you yes, had to rub them very, together. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. I hate when your finger gets cold. <laughs> cold fingers, not a good thing when you want to. If walk I again. if I had some green stuff in there, then maybe they'd warm up. Oh, they would warm up a little bit. The friction. Yeah. Okay. Adding friction in there. Yes. It might might cause a fire though. Going that fast. Possibly. <laughs> 
Uh, great news for Logan over there at MRK. This is the second time I've referenced Logan. Um, people are going to start saying things. But yes, I'm sure Logan is very excited to know, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are happy excited to know, the high school fleet is getting an anime film. How are you feeling right now, Chris? What, what, is, what is going through your mind right now? Is it positive? Is it neutral? Is it negative? Is it about your fingers being cold again? <laughs> is it something about Logan? No, no, I think my fingers would go in the, po- in the pockets at this point. Okay. Because I would hide my money. I mean, the, 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 the numb fingers from this show. Because of the mice? Because of the mice. <laughs> the mice on here are dangerous in this show. They're very dangerous. The mice are very dangerous in High School Fleet. Yes, yes. I, I, I'm mixed. I, I, kind, I, I thought the show was adorable. Or the characters were adorable. I think that the storytelling was trying a lot more harder than it should have tried. But I, that, that was in our review. So, yeah, I'm mixed. I, I don't know if I want to see an, uh, a movie about this show. I kind of do because I want to see if they can actually bring something out of the story. I think that they were trying. <laughs> I, I think they were trying a little hard, but they were trying. So that's the way I look at it. I guess the question really is, is if it's going to be a continuation or if it's going to be a uh, just a rehash of the entire series, which I guess they could probably condense it down to a movie. Um. It doesn't say anything here about. It. I mean, it, the 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 announcement trailer just shows clips of the actual series, um, but they don't really say. It says new animated film. That could that could mean anything though. But yeah, I mean the not having new content, not saying there's gonna be new content, definitely hints the idea of it being just a rehash of it and them just kind of pushing their new kind of mobile app game they're doing. But um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not totally thrilled. I like I like the concept of High School Fleets. I didn't like the execution of High School Fleets. And I think if they could pull off a cool story with that concept, I think I'd be more than happy with it. Um, and I'll just ignore that the, the series ever existed. I guess if, you, if you like the movie? Yeah. Why would you ignore that the series existed? Because then I'll be happy because I'll just enjoy the movie and ignore that the the mouse thing ever happened and that story uh, ever went down to okay i see <laughs> uh let's see here next one we have is 11 arts is to scream scream 11 arts is to screen maquia film in the mario u.s Kata. which of course is mario Kata's mario Kata's new film with pa works uh when the promised flower blooms uh, it's going to begin uh, in July of tw- July twentieth. It's going to just be screening in Japan with uh, or it's going to be streaming streaming with. J- wow, I'm just like flubbering all over myself. You really, 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 really want it to scream. It's I'm 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 screaming right now in my mind. You're I'm so, so excited. excited about Mario. So Kata. excited. <laughs> I want to scream at the top of my lungs. Um, even though I'm not going to get this, it's not going to be anywhere near us. Uh, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna they're show going to the film. It. They're gonna show the film <laughs> Japanese with English subtitles. Yes, they're gonna be showing it. It's premiering it in, in America on July twentieth. So Stretch. be excited. Uh, hopefully, somewhere near our listeners because it's not gonna be anywhere near us. Yeah, the closest this will is... probably be Atlanta, Georgia for us. 
Yes, probably a good eight-hour drive. We'll be finally be able to go watch it. But yeah, it is definitely one of those ones that is kind of one of the few films that gets announced that I'm like, oh, I so kind of want to jump in a car. You and know what? That's when, I, that, that's when when I'll probably officially be out of debt. So we should cool. just go and do that as a, as a reward for me. It's an interesting addition to the podcast, yes. Maybe. We could try. It's kind of in a... We could go, yay, What is that? Is that a Friday or something? I don't have calendar. I hope it's like a Saturday or something We could go, yay, Chris. We can make a a thing out of it. July. Was it 20th? Yeah. It's a freaking Friday. I can't do that on a freaking Friday. I'll take a day off. You take a day off. No, that's... Come on, you're I'm on a season, I'm a seasonal worker. That's busy season is hot season. I don't take time off in hot season. It just, things fall apart <laughs> when you're buying materials for stuff. Aw, oh, this sucks. Um, I yeah, was actually making us an excuse to go to watch this. <laughs> I'm sure they're not going to rip it and throw it out the door the moment that Friday ends. So we'll see if it's got a weekend airing or something. We'll see. We'll, we'll put off the podcast an entire week so that we can come back and review it. How's that sound? I don't know. I don't know. Now he's now he's backing off. I see how it is. You were all gun ho about it. Now you're backing off. Because they'll probably only have one day that they'll show it. <laughs> probably. Like, uh, yeah. Get this. Get this. We don't this get this these, Chinese cartoons out of here. We don't want to Chinese cartoons on here for that long. Chinese cartoons out of here. Uh, more sad news. Uh, Excuse me, sir. That's not actually. Uh, actually, actually, it's a Korean. Uh, <laughs> more sad news for Calafina's group. Uh, Keiko Kuboto, Kubot, Kubo, Kubota has left Calafina. Unfortunately, uh, of course, she was, I believe, the she was the last one, or she the second one. She was the lower vocals. Um, what is that? That's the second second time we've had an announcement. I thought that the first an- announcement was two of them left, and the, there was no one the musical writer herself, the one that built that group and wrote their music. She left, and they said the actual production company, which is Spacecraft, they said that there was one other person, a vocalist, that was actually planning on leaving also at, apparently at the same time, but they didn't say who it was. Now we know it is Keiko. Keiko is said that she had no problems with leaving or dropping the contract and she thanks her fans and everybody and uh has officially left so yeah so now we have the writers gone and now we have one of the singers the the low the low vocals singer has left so that sucks i am <laughs> wondering if they're gonna keep going because now they're down to only two singers and no writer so they'll have to get a new writer and uh, another vocalist and i mean they were so they were so beautifully in sync with each other, and I'm sure they could probably find somebody else that ha- is talented enough to, 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 you know, fit in there. But you never never know with those kind of things. So it is very unfortunate. I mean, they they have been going for a long time, ten years. So I mean, we've loved all of their music. Maybe it's just time for them to kind of move on and do their own things. Unfortunate. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's it's one of those things that you just kind of hate seeing artistry go it doesn't matter whose artistry it is it just really sucks to see them go it more sucks because it's such a unique it's such a unique group that had a unique sound of themselves that was so harmony harmony and beautiful so 
I, I, I think they honestly should just break up Califina, let it be. That was Califina. <laughs> it's kind of like, don't, don't, don't pass the baton. Just let it be in like there. Kind of like the love life thing. Don't continue the muses or whatever. Just, just let's end it there and, and let it be that kind of, kind of, uh, mentality for it. Just move on, do their own things. Cause it's just, it, they're literally half of what they were before. I mean, you can argue to say that they were, they're less than that. If you, if you think that the writer is more, you know, prominent on their, on their ability. Um, yeah more sad news uh next one we have is devilman crybaby staff is teasing an important announcement that'll be revealed in their live announcement event uh during the announcing an announcement during their live stream where they're going to release the blu-ray box set so i said that wrong they're going to announce something when they have a stream yeah, I guess that they're. Yeah, I guess they are announcing that they're going to announce something. <laughs> okay, I'm following you now. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be during their Blu-ray release uh, event. They're going to be doing a release on May 30th. So, if you're a huge fan of Devilman Crybaby, Devilman Crybaby, uh, look forward to May 30th when they do the release in Japan. They'll probably have some announcements hitting news feeds. Uh, maybe a f- sequel or movie. Who knows? I'm going to guess it's probably a sequel. I'm I'm fifty fifty on it. it'll be either a sequel or it'll be a theatrical release of it. They'd like to do theatrical release. No, I'm I'm more eighty percent that'll be a sequel, twenty percent that'll be a theatrical release. One of those two. I'm ninety five percent sure it's a sequel. It's so yeah, it's it's so kind of semi episodic that I don't know if they would no, not really semi it it's slightly episodic, so I don't know if it would really fit a theatrical release, so yeah, probably sequel. I, I'd kind of be, I'd be kind of for a sequel. I know it goes some pretty cool places. I wasn't big on the, the first season, but I, I think I think I'd be more into what's what kind of follows after that. Uh, Gundam news. I have tons of big Gundam news. I have like three bits here, which is kind of exciting. Uh, so Gundam fans, listen up. We have uh, during a Gundam Double O Festival, uh, ten revision event in Tokyo. It was announced that uh, Gundam 00 anime is getting a new project. Uh, it has since been reported that it will be a sequel, although no idea what kind of form yet, and that the director Seiji Mizushima will be working on it. So, more Gundam 00. Cool stuff. We've yet to get that one over here to review. I was going to say, it's coming have here we soon. watched 00 yet? No, I think, it's, I think it's the next one we'll be getting to review. So, we'll, we'll get our thoughts on that one here soon. Uh, maybe they're maybe they're doing a release because they knew that it was coming. That sequel was coming. I see what you're doing. Sunrise also announced that Gundam NT will be the new title uh, set after Gundam UC in 0097. Of course, it was later revealed that Gundam NT was actually um, Mobile Suit Gundam Narrative. <laughs> so I don't know how you get narrative from NT, but yeah. The tagline is the next destination of the new type legend, is what they're calling it. Because, of course, it's coming after Gundam UC. Which, I guess, goes in line with what we were talking about when we reviewed Gundam UC. Was it kind of that feeling of that passing the torch on that that series right. kind of had? So that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, they're also going to have a smartphone game, manga, and novels. The synopsis is UC 0097, one year after Laplace Box has opened, or was open. 
uh, despite the revelation of the original char uh, charter of the Universal Century, which acknowledges the existence of new types and their rights, the world remains largely unchanged. After the destruction of the Neo-Zeon remnants force known as the Sleeves, uh, the event that has come to known as the Post Incident seems to have drawn to a close. In the final battle, two full Psycho Frame mobile suits uh, displayed power beyond human imagination. The menace of the White Unicorn and the Black Lion were sealed away from public consciousness and were con uh, consigned uh, to be forgotten by history. But... Now, sightings of RX-0, Unicorn-03, <laughs> long thoughts lost two years ago, are, be, are being reported. Its name is uh, Phoenix. I guess Phoenix. It's like Phoenix without an O and an E at the end of it. I don't know. Uh, an immortal golden bird. Yeah, that was kind of an interesting synopsis. <laughs> it's like, okay, conclusion. But now, Unicorn-03 is here. Okay, yeah, gotcha. That's Gundam. Because Gundams never go away. And, because Gundam. And somebody is always making a Gundam. I, I don't under, understand why they even think that Gundams is not a thing. Just just make them out <laughs> in the open. I mean, why does it always have to be some secret guy who's making them? Because, you know, obviously somebody's making a Gundam. Period. It doesn't matter who it is. Somebody is making it. Because Gundam always starts with the Cold War. And then somebody making a Gundam <laughs> claiming it's for construction work. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, oh, we're making construction equipment, but it could also shoot laser beams. But that's for, for for cutting rocks. It's not for shooting people. Yeah, we, we know where you're going with this one. But that's, that's exciting, though. Um, yeah, it's funny because like at the end of Endless Walls, it was like this whole idea or the beginning of Endless Walls. It's like, OK, let's get rid of these Gundam. It's like, you know, it's going to have a new one come up. So don't even bother. Just Mankind. Keep Just keep them. Yeah. Uh, they also kind of uh, sneaked a peek at a UC timeline, which they kind of abruptly took away and said, oh, they, they, don't don't pay any mind to that. That was actually a goof up, but we know they were meaning to show us to us. But the uh, UC timeline they showed off uh, during the event was uh, it showed off the uh, NT or narrative. So 0097 Mobile Suit Gundam narrative, a film project for fall of 2018. And then after that, they had uh, 0103. They listed Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway's Flash film trilogy fall 2019. For those who don't know, Hathaway is Hathaway Noah, which is Noah Bright's son. And that's like a novel series that we, of course, never had translated and brought over here, which I was kind of vaguely interested in because I want to kind of know uh, anything having to do with Noah, even if it's his son. I would love to get more of, so... Uh, to have them kind of doing a film trilogy would be really, really cool. Uh, then after that, they had one, uh, 0104, which is Mobile Suit Gundam UC2, which say, they listed as an overseas drama format in 2022. I don't know if that means they're going to film a drama somewhere else overseas or if they're going to have an overseas company do... A drama out of it? I don't know, but that's... Hollywood, maybe? <laughs> I, I'm very mixed on that. I mean, can you imagine them doing, like, a full-on TV drama that is centered around, like, you know, a spaceship that has a gun to minute, and it's just the everyday dramas of living in the space spacecraft, like, you know, a la well, Star one, Trek or something like that? I'm, I'm Almost thinking, Star Trek. I'm thinking Netflix. That'd be a very expensive proposition, but I think it would be really cool. 
I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, even though I'm excited about Hathaway's Flash, I'm almost kind of liking the idea of spitballing this idea of a, of a drama. That's it's a left left field. I I would have never thought. I mean, I I know that Netflix has the capability of doing it. Um, and if it has the right team, it's not like it's impossible. And we've already proven. I mean, uh, we have we have the capability of doing a a solid um a solid mecha anim- uh show. I mean, what what well, I can't think of the name of that movie and we just did a pacific a rim sequel. uh yeah pacific rim so it's not impossible for us to do it it's like i said if it's got the right team it's not it, it's not it's very viable yeah unfortunately they don't really have any like i said it was just a quick glimpse of the the outline they didn't really say anything about it but that's that's really cool i mean it doesn't even really have to be heavy action or anything just really you can you can because gundam technically they a lot of the cases with the really long-running Gundam series, they force these kind of encounters to have a quick battle each episode. But in techni- and technically, you could have something that is very centered around just the people within a spacecraft that has a Gundam in it and make it more about the drama and the politics of, you know, each of these groups that are fighting against each other and, and new types and and uh, humankind being in space and living in space. Okay, I think you I just really... mentioned new types, and my my interest level in this idea has dropped quite a bit. <laughs> it's gonna be zero one oh four, so it's gonna be in the new age of new types. Uh, it doesn't have to be like crazy heavy Peter on Parkman, it. Okay, <laughs> you don't have to be heavy with it. Just slightly there. Think Peter Parkman. Just, just slightly, <laughs> there, just slightly there. Now you're ruining it. It was fun. We were enjoying the discussion, and you just ruined it all. But yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, I I like to get uh, thoughts on our from our Gundam fans what they think of that. I I am sure in our Gundam thread we probably have some discussion going on with it, and I definitely need to go check that out. So. Moving on, we have Studio Passione is working on Kenichi Sonoda's Project BB anime. Uh, of course, for those who don't know, he's the guy that worked on Riding Bean, um, Gunslinger Girls, and apparently, for those who don't already know, I think we mentioned it before, they're doing a premiere of this in May at Chicago's Anime Central, uh, but they've already revealed, they've showed some little frames of it but they're revealed that it's going to be a crossover between uh sonata's gunsmith cats and writing beans so really really excited for this i'm already backing the kickstarter for it because they're doing a blu-ray release of gunslinger girls gunslinger girls what am i saying gunslinger gunsmith cats uh definitely excited for gunsmith cats i really love that series back in the day and i've always wanted a copy of it to own so I'm, i'm happy to see that they're doing something with that again hopefully they don't ruin it but like they always say, if they ruin the new, if they if the new one turns out bad, you still have the old one. So I'm not, I'm not too bothered by that kind of stuff anymore. I'm I'm just want uh, anything more is is always a possibility of another great title that I'll enjoy. So, did you ever watch Gunsmith Cats? I think I did. Yeah, it was it was a quick OVA, so a lot of fun. Uh, I think that's all for that one. Uh, the other thing that I have here for uh, involving uh, Anime Ego, especially since they're doing the Gunsmith Cats release, um, they've announced that they are going to be offering a Bubblegum Crisis Standard Edition Blu-ray release. Yay! I think th- I'm, it's one of those ones where I kind of wonder if they've been hearing me complain too much. 
Uh, but one of the things that I was kind of complaining about Anime Ego especially was just that, you know, they do limited prints for the Kickstarters, which is cool, but at the same time sucks for anybody that's late to the game. I was late to the game for uh, Bubblegum Crisis, and I really badly wanted it on Blu-ray. So I'm happy to see that he's doing standard releases for it so I can snag that up and and own a Blu-ray release of Bubblegum Crisis. So, Yay. Are you happy for me? That I get my yes, Bubblegum I'm okay. very happy for okay. you. Feedback. I just need some confirmation. It's going to be releasing in fall, too. So You want me cool to tear up for you? No, don't do that. Okay. That's creepy. Japan is fighting against piracy. I don't know if this might be something that people are probably in tune with. I don't know. So I thought I'd put it in here. But uh, apparently governments, uh, shoot, quite a while back, probably a month ago or so, uh, was asking ISPs in Japan to block access to listed sites that are known for having pirated content, namely manga, but other content as well. Uh, they were listing it as voluntary, so ISPs could choose to block it or not. And I think that they were pretty much uh, getting most support from uh, ISPs to do that. Well, later on, uh, apparently those sites went down. Um, they were saying that the the listings were... They had signs that technically the administrators themselves had brought them down. So they don't know if it was maybe that the administrators seeing that that was such a backlash to it weren't getting hits or whatever so they stopped it i don't know but uh i don't know it's it's a mixture of of if you like the idea that a government can block sites or not because technically even though they were asking them to block it through the isps voluntarily they are also looking to add legislation in 2019 to uh expand site blockings from what they currently have just blocks for child pornography they will be expanding it to other things like um, pirating sites that are uh, giving away pirated content for free to uh, viewers. So, yeah, it's a, a pretty interesting fight. Uh, I, I'm all for them blocking that kind of stuff because they, they kind of listed numbers. They were showing that their sales of digital manga had plummeted and they had statistics that showed that these certain sites that they were asking to be blocked were seeing huge amounts, like millions of hits that were hitting them suddenly. So there was a direct correlation to drop of sales to how much this site was getting, and that was the reason that kind of pushed them to do this. It could have been fabricated information. I don't know, but I wouldn't doubt it. It's, it's one of those things that kind of is a given. Um, unfortunately, piracy does that, so yeah. Pretty much. it's a, it, it, it's a It's a difficult thing to kind of track and and see i mean i would assume that they're considering it just straight from japan i mean there's there's no way to know how much the western audience itself is is affecting this and how all that i mean it's it's well, based on the fact that it's their japanese sites i would assume that unless they're going there to rip right the images maybe that's I what i would assume yeah Excellent. And so that would count as a as a click, no matter how you look at it. That's technically a sell that they missed out on. Mm-hmm. But how how would that work out? I mean, because it, effectively that person is going to rip it, then he's going to probably re re put it up on his site. So that's more sales that are being lost. It, it's 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 a vastly complicated just breakdown of it, different things. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Last regular bit of news I have here is PA Works has launched PA Book, a new digital ebook 
publication group that they're going to be doing, or a label they're going to be doing, and they are launching it with True Tears novelization, and they plan to release Kurumokuro and Tari Tari, so it looks like they are going to be doing noveling, novelizations of an ebook format of their original titles, because of course, True Tears, Kurumokuro, and uh, Tari Tari are all uh, original titles from them, so pretty cool. I'm, I'm... I'm not sure if I'm going to dive headfirst into more True Tears because it kind of broke me. Um, but uh, I I think they can do something really cool with Kuromokuro. Um, they definitely left that story open for more content. So maybe if the ebooks do well enough, maybe they are looking to adapt from the ebook if it does well enough and it continues on. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm assuming stuff like Tari Tari and True Tears would probably just be direct novelizations unless they alter the story slightly um, because those are pretty much those are pretty close wasn't Tari Tari pretty close book story into it as far as I could tell but it was pretty much like a school year yeah it's not like they couldn't continue yeah, you can, yeah technically you can continue anything <laughs> uh, Kuromokuro was like more of a yeah there's technically this other location that has bad things happening there and we might go over there the end yeah that was that was not an end so, cool stuff. We have some game news, so uh, yeah, all of our all of our game fans can be happy to get some game news. <laughs> but they're all Japanese and anime related, so don't don't worry too much about it. Uh, first off, we have it quickly. We have GameStop in Ireland is listing an English version of Punchline's game to be localized by P Cube. Uh, they're going to do a physical release for PS4 and Vita. I'm mixed on this because I think the clips that I've seen of the game didn't look like it was that great of a game, but I really loved Punchline, so I was kind of like vaguely interested in the idea of actually being able to play it. Uh, but that was also one of those ones where I'm like, yeah, that's never going to happen. But P-Cube's been doing some pretty crazy uh, uh, localizations of, of titles that we've never really seen over here. I think they did Science Gate, which was pretty cool at the time. Uh, so hopefully that'll be something that we can import from, from P-Cube, hopefully, maybe. If you're listening, that'd be cool. I'd probably get on Vita. That'd be that'd be plenty for me. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4 for the Switch has been delayed in Japan. I put this on here because I know people have been hearing me talk a lot about Valkyria Chronicles 4, so here's a follow-up. But you uh, said something else that was really, really cool about that. They pushed it from summer to fall, so not too huge of a delay, but it still kind of sucks because hopefully that doesn't affect the English release, but that could. Uh, the interesting thing, though, is, though, that uh, Valkyrie Chronicles 1 is set to release in Japan in fall as well, so, on the yes. Switch, so, that might have been the reason for the delay, is that they said, okay, Valkyrie Chronicles 1, we're gonna put it with it, so it's released at the same time, because apparently you can buy Valkyrie Chronicles 4, and you can get, at the same time, 1 for cheaper if you buy them together, so, maybe they were doing that correlation, but the cool thing there is that, yes, I want Valkyrie Chronicles 1 on my Switch, please. Of course, I want everything on my Switch anymore, which is kind of sad, but... So do I. That's that's how it is. I, 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 I have a really bad habit of going into the Switch store. I keep going yeah. into it. I can't stay that. out of it. Yeah, you're going to run out of space. Don't do that. I haven't bought anything yet. Well, I bought one thing. I uh, Yes, I often find you just doing nothing but flipping through that store, which is kind of sad, because it's like... There's cool things you can do with your life, and what you're doing with your life right now is looking at a store. Yep. It's like window shopping. It's window shopping. Okay. Exactly. I guess it's not that bad. People do that all the time. 
Sky One is getting an HD remake, also going to be on PS4 and Switch, uh, also being due to release in the West as well. Did you have a comment to make on that? Are you excited about Disgaea 1? Yes. Uh, uh, I, I liked It's one. already bugging me that Disgaea 4 is up on there, and it's and I keep having to go past it. They have 5 and 4 on there, don't they? Well, Didn't one of the Disguises on is on there. Well, maybe it was just 5. There's also a Dagon... Uh, uh, Dagon. Uh, I like when he says Dagon, it's so weird. It's Dagon. <laughs> Dagon. <laughs> Gee golly gosh. Gee the, willikers, uh, Andrew. The Alchemist Girls. Um, Ateliers. Ateliers? I got some Ateliers. One of the Ateliers is on there. Cool. Yeah, probably the new one. I would like the entire Atelier series on there. Of course, right. I have. I pretty much. No, no. I, I take that back. I think I have the entire Ateliers on Vita already. I don't need to do the same thing on the Switch. Um, I do. No, I went on one place that's plenty for me. And that's the thing. I, I, unless I, really I think cheap. everything is going on my Switch from now on. I. I but yeah. Yes, you can you can be excited because Exceed has announced Western releases on the Switch for Fate Extella, Link, Singer Kagura, Burst Renewal, and Shinobi Ruffle, Sinra Kagura, and Bullet Witch. So you can have that. I don't cute think I'm going to do the Sinra Kagura Witch. where you're in the classroom and you rub her hands and stuff. Yeah, I'm probably not going to do the Bullet Witch though. That sounds like a bullet hell game. I don't probably. like those. Probably. I hate those. Those are stupid. Uh, last bit. If you like them, good on you. I hate them. <laughs> Too frustrating for me. Yeah, they are. Uh, see, I, I put Bullet Hell in the same realm as I do uh, rhythm games because it's just really a rhythm. You're getting a pattern or rhythm, and what? I have much more. I have a lot more fun with with uh, rhythm games than I, I like do, rhythm games. Uh, I don't like hells. <laughs> you didn't know they're basically no. Yeah. Never even got that one. They're rhythms. It's it's just yeah. Anyways. Uh, Last bit of news I have for gaming is is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Uh, Memoria Freeze has been released by Crunchyroll Games uh, this month. Technically, uh, it launched well enough. Uh, I I enjoyed it for a couple days. I was pretty excited about it. Like I said, it kind of tapered off after a while. Um, you're in the same boat. I'm, just, I'm, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's it's more of a cool off period than a than a losing interest it's at right now i just have too much going on it's just not possible to do all these things and um it it's but i i like i enjoy uh is it wrong to pick up girls so i pretty much am torn on this mostly because i just like the characters so yeah i kind of agree with a lot of people that it seems like they're releasing characters are just kind of making the previous characters useless so (laughs) that's that is one of the troubling things is like every time a banner comes out it's like you want to sit there and burn all of your your gems or iris trying to get uh you know a, a four five bonded uh five copies of one character so that you can five bond them and then that's going to be the next one that's going to be able to rule. I mean the PvP sucks because it's just so so whale based. Everybody's everybody's whaling that game. So every time I go in that deck on PvP, I'm just getting the floor wop with me. Um, I did it once so and I I had a perfect run through so technically i'm undefeated so i did that and then i ran into the, and then I, tried, I did that for a while and then i ran into the whales and now it's just nothing but getting rolled by whales that were that are all five bonded everything i don't have to worry about it because i'm undefeated huh. just never go back in there you're good exactly you're good i'm undefeated of course we got to kind of uh mention the fact that they had a little bit of a hiccup where uh they removed the touching feature of the game which Definitely ticked off a lot of people because they literally showed the trailer for the touching feature when they announced the game. 
And they said they wouldn't censor anything, but yet they removed that because they feel that it's inappropriate for Western audiences. Like, we're not grown up enough to handle touching, you know, the screen, which is so lewd. Even though technically Crunchyroll has shows like my my wife is a student council president where they have literally sex scenes in it. But no, touching Hestia is very inappropriate for Western audiences. There's a little bit of a double standard there. Shame on you for expecting that you would be able to do such a thing with Hestia. What is it with the Western audience and touching characters? I mean, that was the same with, with uh, Fire Emblem. It's like they can't not touch characters. We can see them practically naked, but do not touch. (laughs) What was it? What was one? It wasn't one of them. You couldn't. You couldn't pet the head. On yes, one of the that's fire. Was that yes. fire? fire yeah, yeah. Like not even touching the chest that. or anything. That was literally head that. pats. You can't handle that. Was that literally kind of stuff. head pats. My nose is a little bit too bloody from the idea <laughs> of petting the head of Histia. You know. But yeah, they're a business. They could choose what they didn't want to do. I, I honestly will admit that the moment that I kind of heard they did that, that they removed that, my desire to pay into the game left me because it's kind of like one of those things of like what else is they going to remove from this i don't want to invest in because there there's literally a lot of like later banners that will bring you know looter versions of these characters out and my thought process now is well are they going to censor those is that going to be something going to say is not appropriate for the west and if i don't want to invest in the game anymore now because i'm afraid that it's eventually going to have a point where they're going to have that moment where they go Yes, this banner's out, and then people go, wait, this is supposed to be in the banner, too. And they go, yeah, sorry, that's too inappropriate. And I'll, I'll delete the game right then and there. Uh, that's my concern. I'm not like, oh, my gosh, I need to be able to touch Hestia. And that, and that's, that, but it this sucks is, That's the sad thing is it seems like that's what we're arguing about. And, and that's not. It's, it, it's not like it's more along the lines of the idea of that being taken away is, is more the problem. It not feels necessarily like mom came I up and said, and you are not, you know, this is inappropriate. Let me take you're not, this is not, this is not appropriate for you. It's like, mom, seriously, I want to play the game. It's like, mom, stop. Mom, stop working for Crunchyroll. Mom, <laughs> mom, I'm a big boy. Now I can, I can touch Hestia. Literally Hestia loves me. Mom, Mom, she stop. even said that she loves me. But yeah, there's. It is, she, granted, I'm pretending to be Belle Crennel, but you know, <laughs> she, she calls said, me Belle every now and then. I just gotta go with it. <laughs> just go with it. If she called me Belle. Just go with it, dude. Every time I mess with uh, what's her face, she says that she 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 mentions Eyes Wallenstein. I go, yeah, just go with it. You're Eyes Wallenstein. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, but you know, it is more it is more of a thing of like where are they gonna draw the line? Like th- this is the first step. When are they going to do it again? And at that point, I'm I'm just not going to I'm not going to want to put money into something like that. So unfortunate, but uh, like I said, it's their business. They can do whatever they want with it, and it's of course our money, so we can do whatever we want with it. Uh, which sucks because it it launched with so much hype. Everybody was so jazzed about that, and like I said, everybody's wailing the crap out of the game, so they're making money off of it. Um, either that or they're getting really really lucky. They could, I guess. They were if they rerolled, which really sucks. By the way, rerolling sucks. So much downloading. <laughs> was it like five gigs? Was it? It was like five gigs. It was really huge. Uh, all the voice, like the they have to download all that, the voice acting. I do acting. know that my that that game is just huge. It's just a lot of voice acting. Like the entire thing is voiced, so that's understandable. Really, and quick. I'm skipping over all of it, so I don't even know why I'm. Yeah, I already, already watched all the stories. So. 
I'm curious if they're going to wait until the next season comes out and then start rolling out more story with it alongside of it, or mm-hmm. if they're going to go further ahead with the novels. That's the really interesting part. Licenses. The news for licenses. We have Mill Creek Entertainment has Viper Creed or Viper's Creed, uh, Kurozuka, and Ultraviolet Code Double O or Double Double Zero Double a uh, Double Four. <laughs> Since I Filmworks said that they have uh, Love Chinubio and Other Delusions Take on Me film, which is great, uh, and also Ara Battler Dunbine, which they are currently streaming on High Dive. If you were interested in that one, um, that is kind of in the same realm as. Uh, uh, Record of Lotus Wars, so if you're a fan of that. Uh, Soul Press has announced that they have Strongest Gamer Light Novel, uh, Battle Divas Light Novel, and Yatsun Noha uh, Visual Novel. One Piece P-E-A-C-E One Piece Books <laughs> uh, said they have uh, I Hear the Sunspot Limited Manga, uh, Reprise of the Spear Hero Novel, and Hinamatsuri Manga. That's pretty cool. I'm actually probably if the anime keeps as it's going right now, I might get dive into that manga if it follows fills. Those main entertainments announced that they are going to be doing a Blu-ray release of Sweet Blue Flowers. They current they recently previously did a DVD release of it. Funimation has announced that they got Ai Tenchimoyu. Yay! Finally! <laughs> Somebody finally has Ai Tenchimoyu. Finally getting it, Chris. I know, right? Right. <laughs> uh, also, that's they... what that's what only four years. Was it only four years? Seems like it. Shoot. That seems like it was like a 2008 thing. It was oh. when we first started, I want to say. Yeah, I guess, because I think we did announce, we did talk about it. Uh, yeah, 2014. You're right. Uh, they also announced they got the live action of Assassination Classroom, so that's fun. 65-minute episodes. Oh, my gosh. What's that one? Attention Mayo or yeah. Assassination Oh. Yeah, I, I think it was an ONA, so that doesn't surprise me. Wasn't it an ONA? I don't know. Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Kadansha Digital said they got uh, You Got Me, Senpai, Ico Incarnation, Boarding School, Juliet, Peach Mer- uh, Mer- Mermaid, and Defying Kurosaki-kun. No, that is not Ico Incarnation, the show itself. These are all uh, mang- mangas and novels, so... Vertical has got, again, going in the manga and, and novels there here, uh, Katana Katari, of course, has a novel, uh, Dark Maidens, Serial Killer Detective, After the Rain, which I believe is a manga, uh, Kabuki Monogatari, which is a novel, and After the Rain, manga. So, there you go. I guess After the Rain has a novel and a manga, because that listed it twice, unless I just listed it twice. Yeah, it's just a manga. Cool stuff. Uh, Anaplex USA announced that they are going to release Irregular Magic High School Movie, uh, The Girl Who Summons the Star on July 10th, and Katsugeki Token Rambu Blu-rays on July 10th as well, so... The Girl Who cool Summons stuff. the Star? Is that, like, somebody who can actually, uh, stand up to God Boy? It's probably his sister. Because I know she's probably OP too. Nah, that's impossible. J Novel has uh, Mario Kata's autobiography, which I'm actually kind of interested in checking that out now. I'm, I'm sure Chris is probably on board as well. That would that would be pretty cool. It's a uh, 
In the book, Okada describes her strained relationship with her mother and her life as a shut-in who could not make herself attend school. She managed to graduate high school by exchanging essays with her teacher and debut as a screenwriter for direct-to-video films in 1997. Um, Pretty cool. That would be an interesting, interesting read. I actually am very interested in that. Okay. It took you a while to get there. <laughs> I was reading everything. Uh, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Um, they have a preview on J. Clubble right now, so you can check that out. And it's slated for early May. Crunchyroll stream. Uh, Princeton School, Castletown Dandelion, Escafone the Movie, Show by Rock Short, Melancholy of, uh, of Haruhi-chan, which I think of the shorts, and Baka and Test OVA, so... You can check those out on there. Uh, and I have a little bit of heads up here. I want to go through some streaming stuff for people. I know we kind of mentioned a bunch of it earlier with Netflix, but we're not doing the simulcast schedule anymore, but I still want to keep people in tune on what's going on. Uh, Amazon is going to be streaming uh, Watakoi, Love is Hard for Nataku, and Magical uh, Magical Girl Sites. So, like I said, that's Noe Tamina's Watakoi, uh, and... Magic Girl site is kind of out of nowhere. Uh, High Dive has Alice or Alice. Tata Never Falls in Love. Real Girl or 3D Girl. Uh, Cutie Honey Universe, which is kind of surprising. I thought that would be a Netflix one. Devil's Line. Hazuki no Raitetsu. And uh, Dore Iku will be all on High Dive. Netflix, of course, has Dragon Pilot. Hisone to Mazatan and the panel forest TV or piano Mori and lost um, song and lost song. ONA. Uh, happy to see that Gundam will Gundam build divers is on Crunchyroll and not just a YouTube. Thank God. Cause always hate having to rush to YouTube before the episode drops. Um, Funimation has announced they're going to be doing dubs for Tokyo Ghoul Re, And it looks like Tokyo Ghoul Re is only on Funimation right now. They do not have it available to Crunchyroll. And I think they're saying that they're working on something, which really kind of reeks to me. It almost sounds like Funimation is holding it from Crunchyroll. And that's kind of a... would really suck. Uh, Anyways, Steinsgate Zero, High School DxD Hero, or DD, sorry. Uh, Full Metal Panic Invisible Victory, Star Blazers Space Battleship Yamato uh, 2202, uh, Kaku Rio Bed and Breakfast of for Spirits Space Battleship Battleship Tira Misu, uh, The Legend of Galactic Heroes and Golden Kamu, so cool stuff. Which is funny because I think that the the trailer for Golden because I was actually I had to go look it up because I was just waiting for somebody to say you're saying Kamu wrong, so I looked it up and there's two different ways of saying it. <laughs> like the trailer first time I read it was it had the guy at the very end. It's like golden Kame or something like that. I'm like, what the hell are you saying? And then another one said Kami, so I'm like, I'm gonna just go Kamui. Or Kamui. Something like that. Golden Kamui. I'm with you. Yeah. Not really, but yeah. Speaking of all of High Dive's grabs, because they got literally shoot, was that seven titles this season? Um so you kinda have to get a high dive account now and drop your you're shifting from Amazon Prime now to High Dive. <laughs> Um, they have an Apple TV app, so I went out and bought an Apple TV, so I 
did that in order to watch high dive easier because otherwise we had to keep firing up the computer and going to a browser and then seeing that stupid dancing Hamato Marotan on the screen or the other guys telling me to subscribe and their site really sucks. So got the app on the Apple TV. I literally bought an Apple TV just to make it easier to watch this stuff. I'm going to say this once and make this complaint once. Make that complaint. High dive. Why is there no Roku app? Because nobody uses Roku. I do. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there's plenty of people who use Roku. I'm assuming. I'm not the only one. Yeah, I'm assuming the reason why they so easily, may have, may have easily moved to the Apple TV from, or why they went to the Apple TV and not something like the Roku is because they probably already had the channel set up for an iOS uh, application and they said, okay, well, it's really easy to make an uh to just kind of convert this to an Apple TV app. And so they basically just made their app just shift over, whereas Roku would be a completely different app platform for them to kind of develop onto. I'm assuming it's coming eventually, but I just couldn't stand the fact that there was no PS4 app, there was no uh, Xbox app, there was no, yeah, Roku app. You literally had to turn off the PS4, go to the PC to, just to watch it. So that's why I went with the I went with the Apple TV, just so I can have it all in one place. And it... It's been a great experience so far. I've been enjoying watching anime on the Apple TV because we're literally doing Amazon Prime on there, Crunchyroll, and High Dive. High Dive is the only one that's slow. Like, the other ones are really quick. Like, even with Crunchyroll, you have, like, your uh, your queue, like, on the main screen. You can see your queue, and you can jump right straight to the queue from the main Apple TV page. Same with Netflix. Your your watch list is right there at the main page. You can jump to what you're watching or just continue what you're watching set up for it and and high dive does not have that set up for it which would be really cool but high dives works it's it's a little bit slower booting up than the rest of the apps but it, it works yeah something about uh blonde ladies eating people's chests or something was on andrew's recently watched thing santa clarita diet yes yes thank you for mentioning that i didn't want anybody to know that i'm watching santa clarita diet but Shame on you. Not even. <laughs> Shame on you. That wasn't an anime. I want to watch it for, for Timothy Oliphant. Okay. I like the dude. He's cool. Don't <laughs> judge me. Um, that second season ended pretty wild, though. I have weird shows that I watch, too, so don't feel bad. Oh, I know. You somehow managed to mention it every now and then, and it's kind of out of nowhere. But uh, we appreciate you filling us in whenever you do. Which one? I don't know. It was like something about some crazy vampire zombies sex one from netflix or something like that oh that was years ago (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking it was uh, just it was was out of nowhere i was thinking uh black mirror or uh uh um uh fear walking dead or something like that but yeah i guess the vampire sex thing from five it just came out of nowhere that's all i'm saying it was recent mine it was the recent no we were talking about netflix shows that are uh uh shows that are on netflix or something like that i don't know yeah apple tv i i definitely recommend it i i heard a lot of hate for the apple tv and i am in the apple ecosystem so it was more apt for me to jump into it and i've been thrilled by it it's been a really cool platform and I've been loving it. So plus the, the screensavers are really, really, really cool. And I sit there and stare at it for hours on end, which I probably shouldn't do, but I do. So yeah, it has, it has my recommendation, even though it's extremely expensive. Um, if you have some disposable income, I think it's worth it, but yeah, I don't think it's for everybody just because of the price of it. 
before we move on, I, I thought about this beforehand. I was like, we can record like a quick spoiler cast, but then I would have to like release it mid month or mi- midweek, and it would kind of be awkward place there because technically the next episode is already out like right now as we're recording this. Um, but yeah, like to start things off, I want to say it really, really sucks that uh, there's actually people out there that are attacking the creators of Darling in the Franks right now because of what happened in episode 14. I'm not going to spoil anything yet. Uh, I'll tell you what we're going to do with the spoiler part of it. But it's sad. And there's people out there that are attacking the these creators because they're upset about what characters have done. And it's it's childish. It's really childish that there's people actually threatening these people. They're saying they need to lose their jobs. Uh, my public service announcement is grow up, people. That's all I have to say. So, <laughs> but I do want to talk about this um, because I do want to give our opinion on it. So, what I'm going to do is we're going to rec- we're going to talk about right now. We're going to talk about our thoughts on it, and I'm going to take it and put it at the end of the podcast episode. Physically, I'm going to move it back there. So, if you want to hear our discussion on it, you're going to get it at the end of the podcast episode. But we're going to talk about it now. That way, we can actually fit it in with our community and not have to worry about uh, going over on time. Um, so, you're going to confuse yeah. everybody. So you're gonna you're gonna get a cut right here, and then you're gonna cut back us continuing on to the community. So, all right, let's move on to our community. We have uh, Blue Spark chimes in, says, uh, "Do you guys ever part with pieces of your anime related collection? Uh, for what reasons, and what do you do with them? For instance, I similarly recently bought a collection of Blu-ray boxes of F Tell Memories and Melodies, and Love Shouldn't Be Another Delusions, both seasons in one box." I already owned each of the four seasons on DVD, and now I technically don't have a need for them. And since I'm more and pragmatic about n- and than nostalgic person, I per- I decided I'd well get rid of the one of them, um, get rid of one way or another. Uh, so far, they're still in the back of my cupboard. Uh, my cupboard. Uh, I'm contemplating whether I'll be able to sell them. Probably not, given their English uh, language U.S. imports, uh, which don't work in European DVD players. I reckon things become even more tricky as, as, when talking about figures, which take up more space than disc cases. Uh, not that I know too much about that, since I don't collect them myself. Uh, I am. I hate uh, the fact that I cannot get rid of things, and that that's my biggest problem. Like I, I got to the point where I had too much figures, and I had to stop completely buying Nindroids. I had to stop completely buying anything but what i would like i have to have this figure because i ran out of space because they they take so much space and i've contemplated the idea of just going through boxing at the ones that i'm like i love this figure but not love this figure and just i suck at selling things like like i i have literally a second copy of grave of the fireflies i have like you i have true tears dvd and i have the blu-ray i have uh two copies of sakura wars i have tons of cases where i've gotten a a blu-ray over the dvd or have a figure that i don't really want anymore and i need to sell them to get them away but i'm i'm one of those kinds that like there's literally stuff that i'll just literally throw away because i don't want to bother with selling them (laughs) or i'll just throw them at chris and say if you want this take it but throw it away if you don't want it kind of thing but it kind of sucks in that regard where i want to i want to get rid of things but at the same time i hate the hassle of selling them so i usually just throw them away which i don't like to do because they're precious to me. So I end up throwing them into a closet on my side. I, I, I said, no, I'm an insane pack rat. And, um, 
I and and the way I look at it is it, it's pretty much it's a collection, and that is kind of the point. Uh, m- y- he, your interest will wane, um, and and so I do kind of see that if you don't have that that connection to the object, then I I do understand why you would want to you know let it go, but um, at the same time. It, it is it is what it is. It, it, it's something that you have a connection to. Now, I will say this as a as a caveat. If you do believe that an object does have a soul, then I very much caution you on getting rid of it because it may come back to haunt you. Yeah, I think it's not really so much the idea of getting rid of something just because you don't want it no more. It's more of a thing of getting rid of things because you have no room for anything. Like you literally like like I said, my case where it's like I can't buy anything anymore because I had no room. So I have to have to get rid of something, or I just stop buying things. So yeah, yeah. Um, let's see here. Companion QB says, "I know what I like, and I know what I don't like at this point in my life. So I often find myself significantly reducing the seasonal watch list at the beginning of each season. Uh, it's not like I have the will uh, or s- the time to watch fifteen plus new shows in a season." Uh, in order to do that, I am uh, I am a bit quick to prejudge anime in terms of what I will or won't watch. If I hear enough positive that uh, positives that intrigue me down the road, of course I'll give the show another look. So when you look at the sites like any any chart and in preparation for next season, do you have any red flags that make you say nope, nope, next and move on? Uh, it can be genres, plot points, art, style, staff, etc. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Any red flags for you? Did you write that or did I? I did. Okay. Well, I'm pretty much in the same boat, but I'm I'm a little bit more easier on a couple of those. But it's I I want to give everything a fair shot. I, the only time I probably would be absolutely no would be. Something kind of like, I guess, Pop Team Epic. I, if 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 it flat out says to me, I'm going to be everything that you don't want. Edgy in a show. Western. Yeah. <laughs> I, that, and that's what Pop Team Epic came off as. I, nothing about that screamed that I would be interested in it. But I even that I gave a shot, mostly because of the fact that in theory, Pop Team Epic should really be something that's in in line with my kind of humor, but it wasn't it, it, because it was too much of the Western style. Does that make sense? Yeah, uh, I I put on here that it's pretty much if you want to know what when I'm with, going through that list says this might not be for me. It's yeah, it's going to be something that looks like a pretty boy band. It's going to be having a bunch of pretty guys at the front of it, uh, pretty boy idols. Not so much that they're bad, it's just more of the thing that usually whenever I go and end up watching it, I don't like it. Uh, anything that has a just food takes up 90% of the screen, I'm going to immediately go, that's probably not going to work for me. But yeah, in the end, we end up watching everything. We give everything a shot. Even the ones that have the pretty boys on the cover, we give it at least an episode to see, you know, see if this does anything interesting. Um, so that we can both give a first impressions on it, tell people about it, but also that we can see, yeah, even though it has pretty boys on the front of it, Still really like it. Um, that's that's happened before plenty of times. So we're 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 not we're not closed off to, to checking out pretty much everything. I mean, there's there's some off ball ones that are like I don't know. There was one that had like a, a picture of a guy that's fart. His fart was an entity of his own. It was like yeah, that's probably not going to work out. Or shows that are just straight up 
looks like a kid's show. It's literally uh, what's on the box. So not all anime is meant to in you know entertain the, everybody. There, there is there is the shows that that don't seem like they should work in any way, shape, or form, and yet that I because we give them a shot, they end up working. Uh, like gigi gigi gigi, I. For some stupid reason, I'm really, really interested in that show. I really, really want to watch more of that show. Why? I don't know. It doesn't seem like in any way, shape, or form it should work. But I kind of like the creepy, cutesy artwork. I I think that it kind of works for it. Another yokai show. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. And they always end up doing something really cool. So, most of the time. Uh, Let's see here. Blue Spark chimes in and says, "I've I've just received the latest shipping order. Please prepare, as per the usual routine, the following ships. So, you, typically, for those who don't know, Blue Stark usually sends us a list of two shows and has us ship the characters within the two shows. Um, unfortunately, it looks like Chris did not get into on this one, so uh, hopefully he can chime in as we go along and throw anything in there that he wants to. Uh, but yes, the, the first show he has here is Chobits and Kill a Kill, so he wants shippings within those two titles. Um... I put Hoka uh, Inu Muta. Uh, <laughs> I'm on board with that one over there at the end, uh, right there. I love it. Let's see. The reason why I said uh, Hoka is he's the the techie guy that was in Kill a Kill, so I figured he would like the the cyborg girl as being his girl. So I I, f- I don't really like him as a character. He was literally one of the characters that I disliked that I didn't like the most in the student council group. The but the still computer guy. Yeah. I could do that. I figure he would he'd be perfect with Chi because Chi's a robot and he and he's techie. So yeah, uh, I have uh, Nonon uh, Jaku Zure and Freya, which that would be um, Freya. Courses. I don't. I guess really want to mention that. It's just a yeah. spoiler character it's in the a show. Spoiler character. <laughs> and Nonon uh, Jaku Zure is is a was a is probably best girl in my opinion of Kill a Kill. Can I say that? Is yes. it okay for me to say I that there's a I'm completely on board with that. Non-on somebody game. besides the main two characters of Kill a Kill is she was my favorite. Yeah. So I could do that. I hated her at first. That's what's what's kind of funny. But she she grew I on loved me. her. She grew <laughs> so. on me. Uh, my last one here is kind of a little inappropriate, but it kind of fits Gamaguri and Sumomo. Um there's kind of a joke, or as the kids like to call these day, a meme about uh, Gamaguri and uh, and what's her face. How he's the contrast is so crazy. So I figured I continue that contrast by giving him some memo. So yep, I'm totally on board with that shit. I'll let uh, whoever knows that joke to laugh, and anybody else to kind of wonder what I'm talking about. Uh, he, next one we have is Your Lie in April and Fate Stay Night. He said Fate Stay Night or Unlimited Blade Works. They Pretty much have the same characters or slight variations there, but we'll go with it. Uh, first one I have is Ilya and Nagi uh, Aizu. Uh, Aiza, I'm sorry. Um, Nagi was easily my favorite character in Your Line April. Like, I was okay with a lot of the characters. I liked Tsubaki because she, of course, childhood friend. But the story that I enjoyed the most was Nagi's story, Ooh. where uh, she worked with uh, Kosei and he was her senpai and she was trying to get better. Um, I thought that she would be great. I'm I'm like lolly shipping yep. Ilya and mm-hmm. Nagi, so that that works out. Um, even though technically Ilya would be older than Nagi because technically Ilya is actually as old as, um, <laughs> older than what people think she is. Uh, anime people. 
uh, my next is this kind of continued uh, best girl shipping, Yuri shipping combo that, I, that I'm doing going on forward. Uh, Subaki, like I mentioned earlier, was childhood friend best girl um, besides Nagi. Uh, I'm going to ship her with Rentosaka because they're both best girls and they can easily go together with each other. <laughs> uh, my punish shipping. Are we ready for the punish ship? Yeah, I think that's kind of wrong. You should instead, no, instead of Berserker, no, put, no, her, put no. her with Caster. It's it's got to either be Gilgamesh or Berserker. Gilgamesh would be fine, but either way, it's <laughs> it's gonna get real weird. So I say Caster, because Caster would be able to 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 punish her a lot better. Uh, you, that that could get r- really rated uh, mature really quickly. But and pretty much everything <laughs> you you're shipping is g- gonna get uh, X rated real fast. So. No murder and stuff, <laughs> murder and everything easily falls in rated R. But once you get to sexual stuff, then that's when it starts getting MA and 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 uh, you know can't rate it stuff. But yeah, I'm punished shipping. I'm bringing back the punish ship for Blue Spark because he has to have a punish ship in there somewhere. There's a there's a punish ship later which we'll get into. But uh, Berserker and and Kosei's mom because she's terrible. So yeah, even though they try to do this whole thing, we're like, well, let's explain why she did the way she did. No, no, we're we're still punish shipping you with Berserker. So there you go. Uh, my last one I have is Kauri and Lancer, because why not? Uh, Kauri was cute, and she deserves to have uh, best boy Lancer, because he's cool. I'm I'm on board with it. I'm I'm on board with every one of those ships. Well, I I don't know that I I really like the Berserker and Mom, but go with it. Just roll with it. I'm 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 not opposed to punishment, just not as extreme as you're going. So. I can't really think of any of the ones. I guess you can put like Saber with Ryota. He was kind of cool. I don't know. Go with it. Uh, next up we have is Little Busters and Sora Online. I think he also had on here Deadman Wonderland, but I thought Chris might be able to look at it. And I don't think he watched Deadman Wonderland, but nope. Okay, Little Busters and Sora Online. So he can he can comment on those ones. Uh, I have Punish Ship the entire male cast of Little Busters just because of refrain. Uh, to uh, Kurodil or uh, Nobuyuki. So that's... Kurodil was the crazy psycho guy that was supposed to protect uh, Asuna and nearly killed Kirito. And Nobuyuki, of course, being the psycho guy that trapped Asuna in a tower. So those two guys, I'm going to punish ship them with the entire male cast of Little Busters because they frustrated the hell out of me in that second season. Not that there wasn't a reason. I know there was a reason behind everything. Don't hate mail me i'm 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 I absolutely just, hate mailing you here i soon. <laughs> i know what happened there um and all the rest of the characters within sora online and little busters can be yuri shipped all the way so elizabeth with ren um silica with kud wafter uh suguha with komori or maybe even haruka since she's kind of the spitfire of of little busters and i think that i think that suguha can can you know Keep her in line, so. Please give me more lolly ships. I think Silica's kind of lolly and could yeah, she is. She's she's pretty much as lolly as you get. The she's only one not as lolly as you get. It's pretty. Close. She's the only. She's the only one that the only one that gets more lolly than her is uh, uh, Yui. Yui, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could try Yuri ship them. That's what I'm saying. Just you're just like the entire cast is with the entire cast. So they just have a big, <laughs> huge to get together. I won't say the other term because I might get a little bit radar, but yeah, you, you get what I'm, you get where I'm going at. We're just gonna sh- we're gonna we're gonna like 
what would you call it? Fleet shipping? Like fleet ship the entire <laughs> thing? Just Sword Online girls on one side, Little Busters girls on the other side, and they all Yuri have flags. A, and they all have a, 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 they a, just, a Sakura uh, just, picnic party. No, they're just going to collide. The ships just hit each other. Just, In the middle of a Sakura wow. pedal pedal uh, sure. area. Throw a pedal out there. I don't care. Just they sh- yeah, a bunch of a bunch <laughs> of uh, picnic table or uh, blankets on the ground. It's a big get together. Yeah, I got it. I got and it. they can all kiss. Yeah, Yuri. first kisses all the way, all over, all the way. They're just gonna they're gonna drink out of each other's cups and all blush. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're gonna kiss each one. One's gonna kiss the other one, and it's gonna be all downhill from there. Why did she kiss me? Now I kind of want to kiss her. Go, hold Wait, on, hold on. The lewdness is no, going <laughs> crazy over here. Okay, they held hands. They hold hands, and then they wonder why That's they it. held hands. No more farther. You, you, you keep going in the gutter, boy. A silent voice and my love story is the next one he has. Um, we didn't watch a, a silent voice yet, but easily can tell you what we think because we read the manga. So, uh, perfectly fine with Takeo being with Shoko because. I trust Takio to take care of Shoko. Like, like technically, the story was great. I loved a silent voice. The story was great. I understand, you know, it's the kid's thing. He mistreated her. There's a redemption story happening. But I know that from day one, if Shoko walked into Takio's classroom, Takio would protect her. And so I can easily ship those two together. He'd be big and scary, but... I think Shoko would 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 like Takio too. So, and I think Taka, Takio would 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 very much take care of her and be sensitive enough to to see to her needs and everything. I am totally on board with that shit. All right, we got we got an agreement. Bam, we got an agreement. Besides the the massive Yuri ship, which she seemed to be okay with, we got another agreement. So, uh, I would also pair her with uh, Best Bro Makoto easily too, because he was Best Bro of of my love story. So. Um, I can also trust uh, Shoko's sister with uh, Yuzura or Yuzuru from uh, with Rinko. I mean, I, I the the problem that I have is the rest of the silent voice cast I don't like. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's like and and they're fine. They're kids. There's a there's a reason why they're idiots and they make really bad decisions and they're evil. But also at the same time, I can't really ship anybody with people that are kind of mean unless I want to punish ship people, and I don't want to punish ship anybody in my love voice. story because not really many people are bad in my love story, but there's a lot of bad kids in Silent Love or Silent Voice. So, well, and, and at the same time, you don't really want to punish ship them because technically they all went through their punishment and they all got yeah, there. technically yeah, 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 I got, I got, I, got, I got you. Uh, but I think uh, Shoko's sister is probably the only other one that I would probably say is okay in a silent voice so yeah like i said i, I could probably go with uh like rinko or something like that or user with rinko so um yeah that, that's all i got Any, anything else you can oh, I'm, I'm on board with it i the only other thing i would probably do is do a yuri ship between uh shoko and uh and uh god what's her name from what show from uh my love story yeah, the glasses girl? Makato, isn't it? No, Makato is the guy. He's a, he's a bro. Rinko. Yamato. Yeah. Yamato. Takeo. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. That's what I'm saying. I would, I'd probably ship her with, with uh, her sister, so that would be my only other one I can do. Um. Yeah, I, I think that's all the questions we're going to do for now. I think, we're, I think we're getting to a long episode, so... 
Hope you guys enjoyed this discussional podcast episode, and uh, thank you guys for the questions. Again, if you want to get questions to us, go to talkspare.com. You can go to the community forum links at the top there. Sign up, talk to some great people, and you can go down there to the, the anime, or anime cast section and go to the anime cast question thread and submit questions there. I think we're down to three, so we need more. Uh, we will be going into our musical podcast episode, and then we'll be doing our first impressions for the spring 2018 season and then we probably do another discussional podcast at that point so definitely get them in within the next two weeks so that we can have questions for our next cast and hopefully tons of news happens before then that we can have thoughts to talk about sorry guys supposed to be today that we were supposed to be doing the music but it was supposed to bandwidth sucks no i literally was going to have the discussional this this week i wasn't Uh, planning on doing the music this week okay i appreciate you you Going in there and getting in the good fight this week, though. I was trying. I'm trying to help. <laughs> I, I was like, what am I going to do with this list, Chris? I don't usually do it this way. I, like, There's like rating systems for everything. I'm like, what are you doing here? I'm just going to like take all of your well, fours and no, fives, well, stick them in a list, that, and I'll that, choose them from there. That was the there. point, is, is, is getting those out there so that you can say, okay, Chris kind of likes this one. He's, he's okay <laughs> with this one. You know, He gives this one a four out of five. I think I get that this one's a good one, I guess. Yeah, wait, but, wait, but it, wait, is it a is it a scale of ten? Crap! Now I don't know. <laughs> no, because then and then I put the little pluses there because I I, I yeah, started I, didn't I started was. to notice it at some point that okay, I was like, if Andrew really likes this one, then I could probably push it over the edge to the oh, five. Is that what but, that means? Yeah, really, is what it was. I, I'm okay. really feeling kind of comfortable with it. Why you like four, a four point five or something on there? Yeah, well, four point five seems kind of stupid. You have to type twice rather than just once. <laughs> but no, you have to hold down shift and hit another button. So you're technically hitting two no, keys I was either using, way. I was using the the plus on the keypad, the number pad. Oh, so, so I hit you four plus. So you yeah you you've skipped that whole process. So yeah, technically one. One button versus two. You great, good job. I was I was saving, saving myself energy. the extra effort. Yes, you, you probably saved the planet. I'm being lazy. You saved what the it planet. <laughs> you saved you saved electricity there. That's fantastic, Chris. I like that. But yeah, uh, he's got he's got all of his in there, and I'm basically building off from that. There's a few that I'm like Kekko, and I just like kick it off there. But or or what's what's the objection? Uh, Iggy Iggy or whatever it's called. Ugh. Iggy Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. I just kick it off because I'm like, yeah, I ain't putting that one on here. What, Did what? you see my minus fifty? You said that was the best best outro ever. I I, I noticed that and I was like, oh my gosh, you're gonna love it when you see my <laughs> minus fifty. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember. I think I think I seen when that came up. I was like, yeah, that was probably why you put that on there. <laughs> um, no, I, I I denied you for one example, black uh black clover. I denied black clover opening. I like I I'm okay with the outro. I'm like. It gets a little bit grating at points, but I kind of also like it. But Black Clover OP was fun, but the moment they yelled Black Clover over and again, I'm like, crap, you ruined the song by putting the stinking title in it. I, mean, I must have missed that, or must have dropped I might, I might still put it in there, but... Uh, I kinda, a lot of, I, if I, 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 I really did what was listening to it, and then I would rate it and, um, and then kind of move on. So I may have missed the... the uh, black clover, black clover point. Yeah, but so you know, it's all prepared. Though we have we have all of our recordings. We're all good to go. And I can honestly say, if you guys want a quick uh, hint, kind of surprised if how much uh, more rap based music was in the season. 
Rap and rock seem to be two really big ones this season. Not enough yeah, there fluffy, wasn't, there happy wasn't, ones. There wasn't, yeah, well, there was a few of them, but they were really kind of more... They were so um, bogged down in the um, pre, pre-built pre groups based on the voice actresses. Yeah, so a lot, they a lot of more cast-based, yeah. Yeah, and so they tended to get lost in that... Um, Kind like, of going uh, with the, the safe the safe music. Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, New Game. New Game pretty much made a musical group just for their music. Uh, show by Rock, and of course, technically, because Show by Rock. Um, but yeah, the one that I was stuck enough. The one that's my happy for the season right now is is Last Period. That's my happy. That's my that's my bright it my day. Surprise me! I think that one. Was Both the LP fun. and the ED. I like the Wiseman one. I'm a fan of the Wiseman. I don't know. It's doing it. It's it's doing it for me. So it's working. Am I dragging you into something else? Yeah, I want to see what which ones did I mark. <laughs> You're driving me nuts. It's down there. It was in the sevens. It just hasn't been open for seven days, or hasn't been edited in seven days. How did you get the lost song music? Um, is on what, YouTube or something like that. Uh, the opening was the other one I had to hunt down. Megalobox got some good music, even though you don't like this, this ED. I like the ED. You like the ED? Yeah. Would you find it? Huh? What were you looking for? I don't remember now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, we've, we've, we've dragged this out long enough. Uh, I guess we could close things out. Uh, but yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, leave us a, uh, a question if you guys have it on our forums so that we can have it for our next episode. Um, again, we hope you guys enjoyed. And y'all take care. Oos. Also, don't forget if you want to listen to our spoiler discussion about Darling in the Franks episode 14. Wait until after the music ends and you can listen to that or if you don't want to hear spoilers don't listen after the music And if you're listening right now, then you are listening to us after the podcast episodes end, so you can listen to our, our spoiler discussion. So if you have not listened to, or if you have not watched uh, Darling and the Franks up to episode 14, do not listen beyond this point, because we're going to be talking full-on spoilers about this. We're not talking about episode 15 yet, because we have not watched that yet. And I'm sure something will happen, so last warning, spoilers ahead. Uh what sucks about this backlash that people are doing is I think they said something about them coming back and saying, don't worry, just wait until the episode's coming up. And I'm like, oh, please don't bend these people going nuts and kill off Ichigo or or do something bad to Ichigo just to appease these. 
I call them edge lords. Like everybody that's like like super stupid about zero two are these people that are like edgy character and want to be just really really bad about this whole thing. My opinion here is, I like zero two. I think she is the bad girl, and I like it, and it's fun. I love zero two for being the bad girl. I love her to death. I love Ichigo because she is the childhood friend, wants to protect. Uh, all she cares about is protecting her squad and protecting Hero. She's a a kind-hearted character. So there's edgy, and then there's kind-heart. They both have their values there. What's frustrating me is that the people that choose, that are like so dead set on what happened in episode 13, that they got this whole backstory with Zero Two, suddenly anything that anybody does that conflicts against that is like, they need to die, and anybody that has anything to do with drawing this character needs to burn fire. It's like, settle down, people. It's just a character in a show. I love these characters as much as anybody else. I guess it's the same as, like, ReZero with, with Rem, but... And I, I kind of got angry about Emya as well, but it was more against Subaru not just, you know, seeing what's ahead of him. But they're similar concepts in the idea that these characters are in love, and they don't know what they're dealing with and the outcry is kind of crazy. Like I don't, I don't get why people are so angry with Ichigo. I don't understand it. She literally seen this guy like with strangle marks on his neck inside this cockpit after being told by somebody that zero two basically turns her co-pilots into demons. And they've heard about plenty of people dying to zero two before being in the cockpit with her and she loves him duh she's gonna protect him what is so wrong here i don't understand why is this not this is perfectly in character yeah pretty much and then to say that she's terrible because she denied goro she never loved goro you're saying that she because goro uh confessed to her she has to love goro now no she doesn't like she she doesn't love goro why does she have to love girl? Because it's it's, it's frustrating. I, I I see zero two as pretty much this this season's kind of um, best girl out of this season. That's that's and you can't touch her. Yeah, you can't touch her. It's, <laughs> it's pretty much where she kind of fell into. And and I I found it amusing because I didn't even realize it. I I ended up messaging Andrew at it, about it at some point, just listening to somebody talking about about her in general. And I started to realize that she's effectively the um, the Unigasai of this this season. She's she is literally the 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 edgy. She's edgy. Yeah, she's edgy. I I was getting ready to say that she's the Yandere of the, but she's not really a Yandere. She's just right there on the edge. She's of, technically right there on yeah. the on Yandere. Yes. So I mean, yeah, she may turn into it at some point, but right now she's right there. She's she's the fire that's still touchable at the moment. But yeah. It, it it's it's amusing to see i i it is it does suck i i kind of wish people would at least it, it, that's one of the just tone downsides. down a little bit yeah tone it i down love i spin. love the fandom I, but tone it down exactly it, the 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 point is to get get so attached to the and and that's the point you want to get impassionate about these characters and that's that is the fun in you have more fun when you get excited about things that are happening in there, but you've got to remember these people are putting their hearts and souls into the story and they want to tell you the best possible story. And if you are backlashing because that 
that passion has spoken to you so phenomenally and you are so in a way i it's good to have that passion but at the same time remember that that passion can hurt the people that are trying to tell the most um the 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 best story possible and if you inadvertently affect them they may not be as apt apt to tell you as phenomenal a story next time just remember that you your your passion can affect their creativity yeah it's it's sad because they're literally if they can get people so passionately attached to these characters they're doing something right and if they can do something that then triggers you know some kind of reaction that's another sign of something they're doing something right but the moment that you backlash, you're making them feel like they need to be safe again. Like, oh, we need to we need to be more safe about this because look at what happened last time. Let's not let's not go in that area that makes people angry. Let's play it safe over here. And it's like literally, I went through this with Rim with ReZero. I they literally had her being contorted in the air by some madman psychopath. And you didn't see me, <laughs> you know, sending death threats to the freaking writers. It's it's something they want to do. Let them do it. Let them tell their story. And I'm that's the only thing that really has me upset about this the most is that I'm like, I hope they don't let this affect their story. I know they already have. They probably already had episode 15 pretty much nearly put together already. So it's not like we would possibly maybe might see some kind of reaction in there. But I don't want them to affect the story they were telling. If like maybe they had plans of killing off Zero Two. What if now they go, crap, we can't do this because people are so passionate about Zero Two. I don't want that to happen. And that's what sucks. I don't want them to change their story because people are throwing well, death and, threats and on even the if, internet. Even if, they, even if they don't do that, if, 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 they, if they were to completely go by the, by the story, I, I will always wonder if they change the story. Yeah. Because, I'm going to forever think that yeah. something's been changed. That's what sucks. Like, like Maybe if you don't visually see it, you, you're like, well, they didn't. It seemed like they stopped uh, pushing the envelope because they went crap. Let's let's dial it back because, which is really ridiculous. And it's so sad because it, it, there was so much more else in that that episode that was really really coolly done. I mean, I I I liked the fact that we pretty much bled over from the previous episode. They have the story that was told to Ichigo about what Zero Two can do. Uh, they had that quick shot of such a. It was such a cool episode and the idea that you had, like, Hero, he went off to see Zero Two, finds this room full of just torn up walls, and my mind immediately went to, crap, Zero Two is back there with the other ones, and they're in a room together. I'm like, what's going to happen to these characters? Are they going to kill off some of these characters? You know, thankfully or not, maybe uh, not pushing it the edge enough, but these characters weren't mutilated in the room. But at the same time, again, that goes back to me. It's like, literally, she nearly killed everybody. Why are we so upset about what Ichigo did? <laughs> she literally does not like this chick who's going to kill everybody. Uh, <laughs> I would do the same thing, honestly. Uh, it's, it's, it's just crazy. Um, I, I think it's telling a cool story. I think everybody is well within character. And that's I guess that's the key thing. It's like, I don't... I guess what frustrates me the most about the backlash is like, I understand why every single one of these characters did what they did. I don't understand why there's such outrage because they were perfectly within character. Ichigo was perfectly within character. Zero Two was perfectly within character. Hero is just Hero. <laughs> He's kind of in character, so we'll go with it. Uh, even Go- Goro did things perfectly within character. I-, I think that was I appreciated every single bit of that. So the backlash kind of feels a little weird. So 
The only one that I didn't quite like was the... I suddenly remember that I made a uh, promise to you and he was like, no, I don't remember it or something like that. And that was like, eh, you've been making a fuss about this for the last 15 episodes. I think it was now, more the, sudden, <laughs> the thing there that I seen, the, the way that I had it was that you had uh, Mitsuru was upset about Hiro not remembering what they were kind of promising then you had Hero, and then you had uh, Mitsuru go through his whole thing where he changed pilots, had a little bit of uh, fall down that happened. Kokoro kind of lifted him back up, so he had something that he went through in order to get over Hero. And then you had Hero remember it because you had that flashback. And then he comes back to Mitsuru and says, "Hey, I, I remember now. You, the reason you were upset." And then Mitsuru was like, "Dude, that's like two episodes ago. <laughs> that's that's literally what I got out of that scene. Was like, dude, that's like totally two episodes ago. Whatever." walk away kind of thing that's kind of what i got out of it was that hey hero you're kind of a little bit late i'm over it already i did get the you're a little late thing but yeah it wasn't a yeah whatever i whatever <laughs> i didn't care for that scene yeah yeah it was it was it was a good episode beside then though but uh yeah i mean i, I was admittedly was a little bit like crap it you go don't do that because you know he don't like you you know he's obsessed with her but you know you ain't gonna change it by kissing him yeah, the, the I in the next episode I flat out see, and this is remember we haven't seen episode fifteen, so take that into consideration. I fully expect to see Ichigo give up on Hiro. Uh, Zero two probably's going completely dark, um, and Hiro's going to be completely freaking out, and that's what's causing Ichigo to give up on him. They might get some kind of mention by somebody that something's happening with Zero Two because I know that they've taken Zero Two away. She's obviously going to probably go angry and berserk, and then he, they might hear about it or maybe beforehand. Hero will be proactive about it. He's going to say, "Dudes, guys, I got to do this. Like, I love y'all, but I have got to go get Zero Two. And then they, he's going to say some speech that says, "Like, she's in trouble. I knew her from a long time. She needs my help. She, she." has come a long ways when she was he's probably going to tell his whole backstory with her and they're going to go okay let's go do it and then the entire band's going to get together and they're going to run, run off to save zero two from the castle but yeah that's kind of where i see it going he's got to convince them first and i think his, yep. his backstory is going to convince him i really really want to go and see a breakdown of that story the the demon princess's story because I think that a lot, I think that's gonna that's gonna be their quote unquote foreshadow of what is zero story zero two story because it already is zero two story. So, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for listening to the spoiler area. We're gonna cut off here. <laughs> Thank you for listening.